it's the month of love february is always regarded as the month of love and why is that so because february 14th falls in the month of february which is the day that the world celebrates valentine's day and over the years valentine's day has come to symbolize a day to show love a day to show appreciation to the ones that we care about particularly romantic relationships husband and wife and partners now here's the thing if you've been married for any length of time you know that when it comes to marital love it's deeper than romantic feelings of affection it's deeper than butterflies in the belly when it comes to love that sustains relationships in marriage and that sustains relationships for the long term it's deeper than what the world celebrates in that one day called valentine's day now on this episode which is also another rerun episode i talked about a wonderful life of love in marriage and in that episode i went in depth into explaining what true love really looks like because love has a feel we might not see it but we can feel it and we experience love and so while love remains an intangible love is a feeling love is an expression love can be experienced now how do you show love in this season and beyond because love is not a one-day event and for the married love is something that we need to do to each other and for each other in perpetuity and so this episode explains how you can help your spouse to truly feel love from your heart and the depths of your being how you can show them that you love them how you can continually love them through thick and thin take a listen to the episode and happy valentine's day from me to you hello hello welcome to the happy home podcast my name is taya luku your host on this show do you know that getting married to the absolute love of your life does not guarantee you a life of unending happiness truth is you can very quickly go from deliriously happy to miserable and frustrated but you don't have to and that's where this podcast comes in on this show I'll discuss real issues couples face on the journey to finding happiness in marriage. And I will also be sharing great tips that can help you intentionally create the marriage of your dreams and build a truly lasting happy home. Follow me on this journey. Please stay tuned. Welcome to another episode of the H-A-P-P-Y home podcast the happy home podcast on this show i talk about marriage i talk about life i talk about love i explore how our becoming better humans leads us to better quality relationships and ultimately a better quality life from time to time i invite guests who come in to share their marriage journey and they also share tips on how to enjoy and not endure marriage. 
I am a firm believer in the marriage institution. God created marriage to be a blessing to humanity, and we are meant to enjoy our relationships as married couples. My name is Taya Luku. I remain your host on the show. And I want to give a shout out to my amazing listeners. You keep downloading, you keep sharing this podcast. I want to say thank you. You guys are just awesome. Thank you for the feedback. It really does warm my heart and it makes doing this all the more worthwhile. So please keep sharing, please keep downloading and remember to leave reviews. Please leave those reviews. I always like to say that the HAPPY in the Happy Home Podcast is an acronym and it stands for Happy, Authentic, Purposeful, Powerful You. I explain in depth in my first two episodes what this really means. So please listen to these episodes if you haven't already done so. Now, there is a Harvard study. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called the Harvard Study on Adult Development, and it's the longest study on human happiness. That study establishes a strong correlation between deep relationships and well-being. One of the major findings from that study is the fact that our relationships and how happy we are in our relationships has a powerful influence on our physical health and our mental well-being. I'm going to put the link to the study in the show notes for those who are interested who want to know more. You might be wondering why I'm mentioning it. I'm mentioning it because, hey, this is the Happy Home Podcast, so we're talking about happiness. We're talking about how to have better relationships. And this study, it's an 80-year-old study that went deep to searching the meaning of life and how to have better relationships. Okay, so you know This is February, and in fact, I'm recording this podcast episode on the 14th of February, which is popularly known as Valentine's Day. It's the season of love. And 14th of February happens to have evolved over centuries to become a day set aside for romance and for love. And you will find that in several parts of the world, there's a lot of hype around that day. Traffic laden in Lagos, where I live. You know, gifts are delivered, flowers, roses, chocolates, people going out to lunch, parties, a lot of hype. People go all out of the way to show love in different ways to their spouses or significant others. And for the most part, I find that Valentine has become very commercial, which I guess is part of why there's so much hype, because there's also a lot of money to be made, and people do make money selling love. On Valentine's Day. Love is the commodity that's for sale on Valentine's Day. But what I want to do in this episode is to look a little deeper into that word love. Because for the married, you absolutely cannot afford to relegate loving your spouse to just one day in a 365-day year. You also can't be waiting until Valentine's Day every year before you show love. You must keep the love going. Why is this so? It's because love sustains marriage. It's strange that I say that. I am an advocate of love is not enough. I have preached it several times. I know that love, in quotes, is not enough when it comes to marriage. 
And so when I say love sustains marriage, I'm going to explain. I'm not talking about the butterfly love, the feelings love, the chemistry-laden love. I'm talking about the God kind of love, which is agape love. That is the love that sustains marriage. Because marriage calls for sacrifice. Marriage calls for selflessness. And agape love is self-sacrificing, unconditional love. Agape love is deeper than romantic love. And it demands much more from us than roses and candlelit dinners. Don't get me wrong though. These things are good and I love them myself. But I'm just saying that when it comes to marriage... It's not just the romantic love. It's the self-sacrificing, unconditional love that is necessary, needful in marriage. And that is what sustains marriage. Now, love is rooted in God. His very essence and his nature is love. And there is no way that I'm going to be able to talk about love without making reference to biblical scriptures. In fact, I want to hinge this episode on a scripture that I love so much. And that scripture is found in 1 Corinthians 13 from verse 4 to 7. You know, I love this scripture because it's practical and it really breaks down love. Because, you know, love is intangible. We can't see it. But we certainly can experience it. And we can practice it because it's also very practical and it's in the action, it's in the doing. And the beauty of this scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, 7 is that it tells us exactly how we can practice love. I'm going to read the scripture. I'm reading from the, I think this is the New Living Translation. I'm not exactly sure, but this is what it says. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful, or proud, or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. Hmm, this is really deep stuff. It goes on to say in verse 6, it does not rejoice about injustice. It rejoices whenever truth wins Ah, verse 7 says, love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. That is 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 to 7, a powerful, power-packed scripture on love from the word of God. Now, bring this to the marriage arena. And just imagine being all these things to your spouse and your spouse being all these things to you in return. Imagine the experiences that you will have of each other in your marriage. Imagine the atmosphere that you will create in your home. Imagine the relationship that you will build together as a couple. Just sit back, imagine it, visualize it. Having that scripture in mind. Now, imagine how you will be left feeling if both of you embody love in this way. I have to say to you that this is what makes for a wonderful life of love. 
And the great thing is that it's very practical. Very, very practical. I want to look at two things that it says here. Love is patient and love is kind. And what is patience really all about? You know, I went to the dictionary to check and this is what the dictionary says. Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. Very simple definition. The ability to wait or continue doing something despite difficulties, that is patience. To suffer or be inconvenienced without complaining or becoming annoyed, that is patience. And while most of us might not really, you know, when it talks about suffering and difficulty, we might not necessarily be able to relate to it. But the reality is that when you're living with someone that is different from you, there are times you will become angry. There are times you will become irritated. There are times where you are not getting what you want in the marriage. Love is telling you in those times, patience is what you need to be. Patient with the person that is annoying you. Patient with the person that is irritating you or making you angry. Patient with the person that is not seeing things the way you see them. That is love in action. Love is patient. It means you give allowance to your spouse. It means that you don't get angry with them all of the time and you are not often irritable. Now, here's the thing. No one is born patient. In fact, when we come to this world as children, we are often very selfish. We're selfish. We're selfish. We're born selfish and self-centered. Patience is actually a learned behavior. You can learn it. I can learn it if we set our minds to learning it. Patience is a learned behavior. Anybody can be patient. Anyone can be patient. Anyone can be patient. You'll find people who say, I'm not a very patient person. Hey, it's a learned behavior. You can choose to be patient. The second thing I want to talk about, love is kind. It says love is patient and kind. Love is kind. Kindness is about being generous, about being helpful, about being considerate of others, of which your spouse is one of the others, about showing care to your spouse. And not just your spouse, but people around you. So, can you see how this is very, very practical to do? And can you see how when you do these things, then the person actually experiences your love? So you're not saying, I love you with your mouth, but with your attitude, action, and behavior, you're giving out a different vibe. You're giving out a different energy. You're often angry. You're moody. You're irritated. You can't be that way to me and expect me to feel loved. Practically, being patient and kind, that is an expression of love. But look at this scripture. Not only does it tell us what love is, it also goes further to tell us what love is not. Beautiful. It says, love is not jealous. Love is not jealous. You're not jealous of your spouse. You're not envious of your spouse. You're not jealous when your spouse is progressing. 
your spouse is, you know, making ways, maybe advancing in their career or doing well in life. You're not jealous of them. You're not jealous of their relationships that are healthy. You are actually interested in their well-being. You're not envious of them. Love is not boastful. Love is not proud. So if you're boastful, if you're proud, then that is not a show of love or a display of love. Because the Bible tells us love is not proud. Pride and love don't go together. I can't take this. You know, I can't take it. Don't talk to me like that. Who do you think you are? All of those kind of words show that you are not loving. Because love and pride cannot exist in the same space. That's not me. That's what the Bible says. Love is not proud. Love is also not rude. Hello? Rudeness is not love. Love is not rude. Love does not demand its own way. What does that mean? It is not self-centered. Love is not just focused on my way or the highway. Love is not focused on proving that you are right or having your way all the time. That's what the Bible says. Not me. It doesn't demand its own way. It doesn't keep a record of wrong. This one is massive. Forgiveness. Love and forgiveness go hand on hand. Have you seen those people who, they have a book tucked in all the offenses that their husband or wife have committed over the years of marriage. They pull it every time when there's an argument. And they begin to talk about, you did this at this time, you did this at that time, you did this at that time. Love does not keep a record of wrong. Love is quick to forgive. Love does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever truth wins out. What does that mean? It means that if you are, when you practice love, you are open to the truth. And there are many times where people are not able to speak their truth in relationships because, guess what? They don't feel safe enough with their spouse to be able to speak their truth. But love means that you are open to receiving truth and that you even recognize what is true and what is a lie. You know, it's such a beautiful scripture and I want to encourage you to read it, to meditate it if you are on a marriage journey because honestly, love is needed in marriage. It sustains marriage. Agape love. Husband and wife, you are called to be selfless. You are called to sacrifice. That's the beauty of love in marriage. And that's how to have a wonderful life of love. How to enjoy and not endure marriage. When both of you are in that place where the love you have for each other, the love you practice for each other, is the agape kind of love. Honestly, when you have that, it makes romantic love sweeter. That's the truth of the matter. This kind of love never dies. It doesn't fizzle out. You can't fall out of love when you're expressing agape love and experiencing agape love. That is really what love is about. This is not a long episode. I felt that in the spirit of love, in the spirit of the season, just helping you know, myself and even my listeners to come to a better understanding of what truly agape love is. I want to leave you with this quote as I end this episode. 
a number of beautiful quotes that I found online as I was preparing for this episode. But I want to share this one with you by a man called Tom Mullen. And it says, happy marriages begin when we marry the ones we love. And they blossom when we love the ones we marry. In other words, your happy marriage will begin by your choice to marry the one you love. But guess what? Your marriage blossoms more when the one you have chosen to marry, you also choose to love them. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. You have the power to choose to love the one you have married. Love them with agape love. Love them with agape love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or rude. Thank you for listening. God bless you guys. That's all I have today. And I will be back again with another interesting, enlightening, insightful, and helpful episode. Once again, my name is Taya Luko. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Happy Home Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, or Spotify. Check out my website, www.tayealuku.coach for other great resources. You'll find the link to my website in the show notes. You will also want to get my happy home affirmations. These are eight powerful audio affirmations that will completely transform the energy in your home. Link is also in the show notes. See you on the next episode. God bless you.